0: All right. 29 days till the inflection point, tipping point, midterm of all midterm elections and uh, your vote, your participation is uh, necessary. If we are to save this great republic of ours, a little late, two years late, but concern about Joe Biden's mental health is now soaring among members of Biden's own party. Well, look at this. Virtually all of uh, October's gains came from Democrats who went from just 39 percent expressing concern over Biden's mental health in August to a whopping 52 percent in the latest poll. That's a sentiment now majority of Democrats. You know, overall, by the way, you know, 60 percent of Americans see, yeah, Biden's mental health is a really big problem. Eighty two percent of Republicans and uh, 56 percent of independents. You know, think about it this way, and we'll get to the election, which is only 29 days away. You know, if there's a remote choice, a chance, like Biden said, of nuclear Armageddon, those were his words. Why does he say we're on the verge of nuclear Armageddon and then pack his bags and go to the beach the next day to his vacation house? Now, wouldn't a president... You know, the the worst moments since JFK and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Wouldn't you expect the president, if that's what he really believed to be, in the White House Situation Room? You know, you might want to read a copy of 13 Days about how JFK handled the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I don't think Kennedy and his brother Bobby left the White House one time during that period. And every night, they were up to their eyeballs in tense negotiations with the Russians and dealing with what what could have evolved into a disaster. And here we are 60 years later. Putin is now moving his nukes, apparently into position. You see now a massive escalation in what's going on in, uh, in all of um, Ukraine. I mean, the Ukrainians knocked out this bridge to from Crimea to Russia. I mean, it was a direct hit. And the way Putin is fighting back—I mean, these images that have made its way to social media are chilling. If you care about human dignity and the soul, this guy's been slaughtering and targeting civilians left and right. But you got stunning footage that has emerged: this, this airstrike, these airstrikes on pedestrian targets. In this particular case, in Kiev, I mean, residents are shocked, you know, because th- this is this is what maniacal dictators do. And it's it's pretty bad. But anyway, here we are, 60 years outside of the Cuban Missile Crisis, Putin moving nukes into position. And we've got Joey and Jill Biden on the beach, strolling the beach with their little puppy. By the way, Mike Pompeo blasted Biden, you know, and was saying, you know, for warning last week about the possible use of nuclear weapons by Putin and Russia. He said these comments were reckless. And he said it's a terrible risk to the American people. And then we find out that their answer to it is to buy radiation pills for the, I assume, to be distributed. What is this going to be? The next vaccine, you you know, fallout mandated, you know, radiation pills for every American. Anyway, uh, and it's not just Mike Pompeo. I mean, I I think Pompeo was shocked at the utter ignorance and stupidity of all of this. But anyway, Putin's been now saber rattling the use of nuclear weapons saying he would employ all available means to protect territory that's not his. We've not faced a prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's what Biden said Thursday during a fundraiser, referencing the 1962 crisis that put the U.S. and the Soviet Union on the verge of nuclear war for almost two weeks. You know, John Kirby said, well, the president was reflecting on the very high stakes that are in play right now. Now, that's not exactly. Pompeo rightly said... Biden would have been better off using quiet diplomacy and pushing Putin to understand what the consequences are. Because once the first nuke goes off, once you cross that line, there's no going back from it. And everybody better understand it. This is the mistake that Western Europe and the United States made with Ukraine. You're going to help Zelensky out. You should have helped him win the war quickly and immediately. But they didn't do that. They were fighting for a tie, as usual, and creating another quagmire. I mean, when you're getting lectured by French President Macron, apparently he didn't get the memo uh, that, you know, Joe Biden would restore America's prestige on the global stage. Macron offered a scathing criticism of Biden and his nuclear Armageddon comment. And uh, anyway, he urged global leaders not to engage in political fiction when speaking about nuclear weapons. We've got to speak with prudence when commenting on such matters. I mean, it's so humiliating, everything this guy does. Is humiliating. It's just one big embarrassment after another with this guy. And so Kiev is now suffering after the attack. I mean, they, they, I will say this, with the little that they've had, although why we are ending up bearing the brunt financially for this war in Ukraine, that should be Western Europe's price to pay. This is right in their backyard. This is not in our backyard. We don't have any—they're not a member of NATO— but they are right next to our NATO allies and nuclear fallout would be a problem. All right. 29 days till election day. Uh, If I look at the real clear politics average uh, right now, they have projected that Republicans their their projection has Republicans winning 52 seats and Democrats having 48 net gain of two for the GOP. The States that they have as toss-ups are Arizona. Now, I will tell you, Blake Masters had a a, a terrific debate against Mark Kelly. He just destroyed him. Then we've got this race. We had Colonel Bullduck on the program last week against Hassan in New Hampshire. That is within the margin of error. Now, that that would be a huge pickup for Republicans. And you have a popular governor in New Hampshire, Sununu, at the top of the ticket. That certainly can't hurt uh, Colonel Bullduck. So we'll see what happens there. Now, we also have out in Nevada a really great pickup opportunity. He's leading in the polls, and that's Adam Laxalt over Masto. Um, we have now Dr. Oz. It's, it is a statistical dead heat with all the momentum going in Oz's direction uh, as the Fetterman campaign has just basically been fall, falling apart. The only thing they're getting is money from desperate Democrats all around the country, all of it outside of Pennsylvania. And most of Pennsylvania has picked up on the fact that this guy, he, he can't even keep it together. You know, what was the comment that he made the other day? Let's uh, let's kick the, the what did he say? The balls in authority. You know, he mixed up the whole thing. Couldn't even mention Biden's name or say pronounce Biden's name properly this weekend. Listen to this. Should uh, Joe Biden run again in 2024? I think that should be a decision made by Joe Biden. And no and that's it's not a matter uh anyone's choice other than his. And and I respect whatever choice he decides. And kick the balls in authority. Lieutenant Governor, it's great to have you. I have not got an opportunity to speak to you on air uh, since your your stroke uh, and since your primary victory. And at first, I just wanted to check in and see how how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing fa- I'm doing fantastic. And and uh, it's not about you know, kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. Not about kicking balls in the authority. I think he might have mixed that up, but it's getting worse. It's not just the cognitive issues that are a big factor. I mean, it's the positions. This guy is the single biggest pro-criminal, pro-convicted murderer candidate ever to run that I've seen in my life. This guy wants, as the head of the parole board, he wants to release all of these convicted murderers. Even admitting, I'll play the tape later, that yeah it's possible that that many of them, yeah, they might be let out, and uh if they're let out, uh yeah, they might do it again. I'm like, are you kidding me anyway, so that that race is now consolidating ever so quickly around dr oz who make a who will make a great senator in my opinion, so uh. That brings us Arizona. We definitely have a chance with Blake Masters. I had read one report that Mitch McConnell might be pulling back money from there. He needs to be putting a fortune in there. That's a winnable race against Mark Kelly. Uh, The same thing with Colonel Bulldog. That's a winnable race. We know Ted Budd is up, but he's only up by two to three points, depending on which poll you're looking at. You got to keep your foot on the gas in Nevada, where Laxalt is up. Uh, Wisconsin, Ron Johnson, I mean, he, they, they have pretty much exposed Mandela. Barnes is extremely radical, and he's pulling away in that race. One of the reasons I think Dr. Oz pulls away is once the people of Pennsylvania find out that Fetterman, the trust fund brat in a hoodie, never worked a job in his life, once they fa- find out that uh, crime has gone up 60% in, since he's been lieutenant governor, once they find out all the murderers that he's wanted to release, convicted murderers he's wanted to release and empty all the prisons in Pennsylvania, uh, once they figure out that he wants taxpayers to pay for safe injection sites for hard drugs like heroin, once they figure out that he wants sanctuary state status for the, for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, once they find out that he wants a moratorium on their an $80 billion industry for the state, which is fracking... Uh, once they find out that he has no restrictions on abortion at all, and we learn that about Katie Hobbs. Also, the gubernatorial candidate out in Arizona who's going up against Carrie Lake, who won't even debate her after hearing her this weekend. I can understand why she couldn't debate her way out of a wet paper bag anyway. So uh, those are the races. And then we got Georgia. And I know people have been talking all about Herschel Walker and the allegation that has been made <clears throat> about him having paid for an abortion years earlier. He is denying the story, um, but nobody seems to want to talk about Raphael Warnock's record of deme- in the middle of a domestic dispute running over his wife, who was on camera saying that she- that he did it. We have the tape of it uh, or the guy that was taken to court because he didn't pay child support or the guy that was arrested because a camp that he was running was accused of child abuse and he was obstructing the investigation. And as a result, the police had to arrest him. And it ended up some of the abuse allegations turned out to be true. Why was he obstructing in that particular case so i'm not I'm not willing to concede Georgia like other people are. Let's see what happens let's you know there's going to be a debate I think coming up I think Friday of this week that's going to be pretty interesting. We'll watch that with uh bated breath, but look, there's a lot happening In uh, you know, one thing that is not. The abortion issue, I've I've said that Democrats want to run on Jan 6 and and Trump. They want to run on the typical playbook, Republicans are racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic. They want dirty air and water. But the other thing has been abortion. The problem is almost on cue, every Democrat supports abortion without any restrictions at all. Meaning you can have an abortion just up to the moment of birth. That's John Fetterman. That's Mandela Barnes. That's Katie Hobbs. That's Raphael Warnock. That's almost every Democrat, major Democrat running. It's not the issue. Democrats, they they thought that would be the defining issue. If it is, it's it's their radicalism on display. I know a lot of people that say that they're pro-choice. They don't like abortion. They they kind of are in the Bill Clinton, you know, legal and and safe or rare rather. And but they're like legal, rare, and early. Not you wait to the eighth, ninth month when a child is viable outside of the womb and you support late term abortion like that. But these candidates are all taking that position. So now that's backfired on Democrats. Or backfiring. Uh, listen, I I you know what the economy's doing right now. Record high inflation. We're in a recession. We know what we're paying for gas prices. You're paying more for everything, every item, every store you go to. Now, our friends at AmericanFinancing.net, they're going to check out your entire financial picture. They're pros at this. They're going to look at any debt you may have. Some people are paying, you know, unfortunately, they're not making ends meet every month, so they're putting stuff on their credit cards, 21% interest rates. You can't pay that amount of money. It's insane. You may have equity in your home. So they're going to look at potentially refinancing and including debt consolidation with that. But they want to give you a free financial look over. They're going to give you a debt consolidation review. They'll give you a financial review. They'll give you a mortgage review and see if they can save you money every month. And it's absolutely free. No obligation. No cost to you whatsoever. No pressure at all. Anyway, their pros are standing by now. They'll take your call 866 Six one five ninety two hundred eight six 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 one five ninety two hundred on the web AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four NMLS